0: And we're back, and you're listening to Villaincast, BJJ Antiheroes, with myself, Chris, the Villain Pains, and Naki El Jefe El Shed. and welcome to a special edition of Reap the Week, Christmas special. You can un-mote, un- un-mote, unmute your microphone now, Naki. Hello. Welcome to the chat. Um, Hello. This has taken... How are you? This has taken, what, nine takes? I T- think so. <sighs> I stop counting after five. Um, that's a record, by the way. I know. I've, I've, I've never messed it up that much ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Uh, this is a very special episode of Read the Week. This is our Christmas special. We're recording this between Christmas and New Year's. It's not going to be like our normal episodes where we have questions from the mailbag. Jimmy Savile, stay where you are. Um, <laughs> 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 this is this is going to be us reflecting on a year it's been a powerful year um you've got your black belt this year yeah Yeah. um you did your first seminars uh, international yes indeed i sometimes forget (laughs) is is there a delay or or am i I... just am i just slow (laughs) (laughs) i'm watching you and i'm like
1: i'm talking he's not answering (laughs) No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, international
0: ones, yeah. Hopefully some more coming up this year. Hopefully there is. Um yeah. It was the year that Villaincast returned. I think yeah. this may be episode 49. Oh, it's not a 50th episode special. It's a Christmas special. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so I know you've said this already, Nick. Um, do you feel you've grown more since you got your black belt? Big time.
1: Because we changed a lot of things since I was being a black belt, haven't we? And uh, this made things harder and harder. And uh, yeah,
0: I thought it was going to get easier, but it hasn't. I've had to work even harder. Dude, you just, have you ever seen the second Ghostbusters film? No. You sounded like the bad guy of the second Ghostbusters film when he like... Or even any Ghostbusters film. They've got a very similar thing. It's how you went, mm-hmm. big time. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a 90s kid's villain. <laughs> is Ghostbusters a kid's film? I don't know. I'm sure it is. I saw a kid walking around with a Ghostbusters car the other day. Like He must have been like five. I'm like, no. Actually, no, there was a Ghostbusters film a couple of years ago. I thought no real big Ghostbusters film's been out in this kid's lifetime. How does mm. he know what this is?
1: Maybe the parents.
0: Maybe. Would you introduce your kids to Ghostbusters? I uh, no, I've never been interested in that kind of stuff. In what, <laughs> what kind of stuff? <laughs> Ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Not my thing. <laughs> I just never got around to like, watching any of them. So. Ah. Oh. So it's not my thing. Like, I don't. Ghostbusters is like its own genre. Like, you got It's not that kind of thing. Like, like the horror <laughs> movies like, or action films. Like, it's it harder though. Like, like are there actually
1: like ghosts? ghosts in there? Well, hmm? they're actually ghostbusters. In there? Yeah, it'd be kind of silly if it wasn't. So they're actually catching ghosts. It's not like some kind of. Oh no, they're not real ghosts. No, it's I mean not, like it's not, it's not a documentary. <laughs> no, no, no. I know that much. <laughs> No, but I mean, like uh, <laughs> they are actually catching ghosts, not just like you know, know. you know, like Scooby Doo. They're flipping, have them, uh, pl- they scare people, don't they? Off.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's not Scooby Doo. No. Um, no, it's 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 yeah, you know, they're busting ghosts, like real oh, yeah. ghosts in the film, not real ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Specify that as a <laughs> genre. One interesting. Okay. You, you you say you have grown more as a black belt. Yeah. yeah, yeah um yeah. I feel I have as well. I say I've learnt more in the past two years than I have in the thirteen years prior. mm mm-hmm. Which is insane. Um and it's it's one of those like I guess you couldn't appreciate it. Like you think you get your black belt and it's oh you've you've done it, you've you've reached the, 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 the peak of the hill and there's nothing left. But wow, I'd say like every other belt is you is you just getting your, is you learn to ride with your training wheels on. And then you can actually ride your bike when you get black belt. You're like, oh, right. I actually understand this sport now. I can actually train this sport. But every other belt is like, you ain't there yet. You, you're you still learning various bins of how your body works. Now you're like, oh, I can see deeper into this game. I'd say that's probably the criteria for a black belt. Mm. I agree.
1: It's, it has been harder. And that has been the case um, where you have to, I think people just hunt you down a bit more as well. Like, I don't know what it is. they just want
0: to hit you. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say it's like the first Matrix film. Mm. In In that, like Neo could like (laughs) do stuff. Like he was like, you know, just like doing like crazy shit fighting Agent Smith. And that's like all the other belts. And then the second you get your black belt, it's like you can see the matrix. Like, oh, right, okay, and you have these like awesome powers, and you just figure out more about your powers as time goes on. And I'd say that's the moment. That's your, that's your Neo moment
1: when mm. you get
0: your black belt. And then it's like, oh, I can see how this world works now. Let's rip it apart. And, yeah, I've, sp- I've spent five years as Neo now. Oh, nice. Oh. It's gone fast.
1: It's gone fast. It's gone fast.
0: It has been a fast five years. I um, remember,
1: what, you were a purple belt when I started?
0: Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, was, I got my, I got my blue belt. I was figuring this out recently. I got my blue belt November 2013. Mm. I got my black belt March 2019. <clears throat> so I did it in just over five years from mm. getting my blue belt, which actually you think of that, that you think, how many blue belts do you know that get their black belt in five years i mean you did ish something like yeah. that maybe yeah. six one yeah. of yeah. those things there. there's that's a message to all you blue belts out there if you stick at it you work hard and you you grind that motherfucker you go from you get your blue <laughs> belt five years five <clears throat> years of hard work and you'll yeah. be a black belt you'll be neo in this matrix you see those like it wasn't like zeros and ones, it was weird symbols. That film's like 25 yeah. years old now.
1: Yeah, they came up with one of them bloody things recently where it showed how old that film is. It just seems like it was really yesterday.
0: How old are you? You are like think, six.
1: Yeah, I remember watching it, man, as a kid. As a six-year-old? Well, probably not six, a bit older, but I remember watching it as a kid. How old have I been?
0: I was uh, 11. Yeah, about 11, yeah. Good film. Like. <laughs> Good film. Good <laughs> film. Uh, s- second one, third one started to go off the rails a bit. And I thought I was so hopeful for this newest one that came out a couple of years ago. Oh, no, I felt, that was shite. <clears throat> I, know, I, I actually thought the intrigue part was like, you know, the whole, I can't remember that film, but the whole, I remember the first part being more intrigue. And then the second part, going to more like fantastical cgi shit but i thought yeah. the first half of that film was actually like, i'm actually intrigued in this i am this is like a uh you know i was actually wondering is this going to pull like a bit of a joker moment i don't know how it's relevant to the joker either but like just switch it up all of a sudden why is hmm. it relevant to joker um i don't know i'm thinking trying i trying to think no. about that now i'm trying to figure it out as well but, like, <laughs> switch switch up your ideas of what it is because like you know you see him in Joker being like, uh, the whacking phoenix one, where he's, he's such a different like crime character compared to the regular kind of Joker. Yeah, and you see, oh, where's this going to go? And so I thought so. I thought in the first part of that Matrix film was, is this how it's going to be? Like, is he is he just like losing his marbles a little bit? Was the Matrix mm. ever real? I was like, this is actually, oh, like, was everything else in this guy's mind? Mm-mm. And was he just losing it? I was like, if you can pull that off as a film. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a different film. How do we get to there? I have no idea. <laughs> we're, we're oh, Black Belts. Just, we're black, black, wealth, belts. Yeah. black Belts. Black Belts. <laughs> and so I've just been on my European tour. And I think I'll oh, blame Pod Spotify for this. Maybe it doesn't like his name. Uh, Raul Howdo. That's how you pronounce it. He was on last week's episode and we recorded it in his gym. And it's the one episode that's never arrived on Spotify. Nothing well, else. Pub, pub, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out myself. So if you haven't have listened we, to that episode yet, have go back told to last him? week. <clears throat> Raul, he's yeah. on Spotify. They, they hate Le- him, apparently. Yeah, have you told him? I, I haven't told him that it's up. I, I, he's aware that we've recorded a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> just mic'd, mic'd him up. <laughs> well, just tell him. <laughs> just told tell him I'd a podcast uh, uh, of you. Like, when?
1: <laughs> Discrimination. Discrimination.
0: Yes, it's discriminated against him. All the other names were very white. And they did not like this one. Apart from Preet. Do you think his name's Peter, if you were to like translate it? Pete. Maybe. Pete Michelson. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, so, it's Christmas. We've established this. Um one thing I wanted to talk about as well is and this is actually interesting as well because um you I heard you talking the other day about fasting for Ramadan and like um how religious holidays affect jujitsu and uh, affect training and you always find that those people like especially at Christmas, they're just like yeah, but we roll on every day. We do, <laughs> but it becomes like a badge of honour kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Christmas creates its own issues of training. You know, you're seeing a lot of family. Clubs can go very quiet, especially in, in the winter. People getting ill. Um, they have a lot of partying as well. Uh, I want to talk a bit more about Christmas and that regard. But I'm actually interested because when's Ramadan in 2024? Um, End of March, around that time
1: it starts, it'll be a month. It'll last Um, a month.
0: Because how do you get on with, I know, you know, when you are in Ramadan, it's it's rough. But I know sometimes you've actually had summer Ramadan, haven't you? And it's been really rough on you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Summer Ramadan was hard, yeah. Um, But that's when I figured out, like, how to play it in terms of how I can find a way I can consistently train over Ramadan and still be able to... Uh, you know, get my nutrients in and stuff. I mean, summer was the hardest. Now, this year, i just, just gone to realise it's not that hard. Um, obviously, with the new stuff that I tried as well, in terms of uh, drinking the right amount of water and getting the right nu- nutrients in. And what I did this year that I hadn't done before was I didn't do any, like, uh, uh, separate conditioning, like, uh, in the gym. I didn't do any weights or any rings or any kind of that conditioning. I just rolled a lot, and I thought... It gives me a break from that, but I get a lot of rolling in, so I'm going to try that again this year coming year. And I had a good ramlan, to be fair, uh, in terms of training. So I'm going to try that. Because the last few years, I was doing, tried to do what I normally do, and it, it wasn't working, man. And I think it was just too much b- toll on the body. Um, but I've started to get my water right, and I think that works. So we'll see. I trial things all the time, man.
0: So, so for anyone who isn't aware of what you you're doing what is ramadan what is the fasting period for those who maybe aren't as cl- uh, aware of <laughs> fasting and everything so like, again like i've known you now for eight years and i'm used to you being tired for a month every year it makes my you know, life easier for that for that month i'm like maybe i can yeah. stop him now
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's weak
0: yeah. every win now
1: counts <laughs> Yeah. Um, so basically, it's one of the pillars of Islam and what it stands for really is it's more about, uh, there's a spiritual side to it, and there's a, like a physical aspect to it as well and the mental aspect to it uh, because it teaches you like patience and it's not just a fast of uh, food and drink, it's a fast of, uh, you know, watching your tongue and fasting from other natural desires that we have. Um, it's a fast, of basically, it's a self-reflection of yourself and also then a, a physical cleanse where you're not allowed to eat or drink from sunrise to sunset, right dawn to sunset kind of a time. And obviously with, uh, with it being following the lunar calendar, it changes every year. So every year you're coming back about 10 days to 14 days, uh, depending on obviously the moon and how the calendar works. Um, there's also 12 months in Islam as well of the year. So it's very similar to the Gregorian calendar, but it does change every year. Uh, and there's also uh, 29 30 days depending on the moon sighting so it's all to do with the moon uh, and then the fasting side of it obviously the spiritual mental and physical cleanse uh, well i think a lot of people they struggle they, they they can do the physical side of it but it's the mental side of a lot of people struggle with because they can't stay disciplined with it
0: so what do you have to do when it comes to the fasting side of it the physical side of it and how does that then affect training for you
1: So, again, I'm going back to the summer months because you have a very tiny window where you can uh, refuel and then get your sleep in and then be ready to train again the same you would on a normal day. Hence why I reckon when it comes to the winter times, it'll be something like we'll start the faster lights like something like six in the morning. And by the time it's like, because it gets dark really early, about half three-ish, it'll be open. So you can then, you got a way bigger window to eat refuel. So for me, it'll be even easier because I intermittent fast a lot. So it'll be an even bigger window for me. Um, so then it'll probably be more closer to, my normal day of training when it comes to the winter months, so probably another two, three years, maybe four years maybe. Uh, but whereas in the summer when it happened a few years back, when it was July and obviously June where it was the longest days of the year, um, that's where I had to prioritise like getting a lot of fluids in uh, and not eating that much because you ain't going to digest it. You know what I mean? And then if you want to train the next day and then the recovery side of it, uh, it does get hard. And obviously, it's one thing that i Suffered with a lot, not a lot, but I had to control and like see what how it was effective. It was, I was getting like when I was training very hot. So that was a long, uh, obviously, with the whole dehydration thing. So that's when I started looking at like, vitamins and minerals that you can uh, consume to obviously give you that extra little boost. Um, but still, man, it does take its toll. I'm not going to lie. It does take its
0: toll. No I understand that. And again like it's it's the only month that I get where I actually stand a chance of maybe catching you. <laughs> uh, especially on the day when you've been fasting all day. Like, maybe <laughs> maybe this is the time. Um No, um I'd say that's probably the, the two main holidays that we have to contend with for training. Yeah. Ramadan, you know, we have uh we have yourself who's affected and quite a few others in the gym and then Christmas, that also affects people's time and then it's kind of the opposite of fasting. You engorge yourself. And that's one thing as well. Do you remember Europeans? I don't know if it's still true because I don't care about the IBJJF. Is that their name? Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> IBJJF is, I think the Europeans used to be like a week or two after Christmas. Like okay. After, in the New Year, like gee Europeans. And I just thought, I'm never going to do this because I can't. <laughs> You know, no matter what weight I apply for, even if I'm not cutting, still add yeah. five kilos. I applied two and a half kilos on Christmas Day. Um, wow. I, know, I lost it. I think I just drank a lot. Mm. Maybe I woke up di- 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 dehydrated. <laughs> dehydrated. <laughs> dehydrated,
1: <laughs> dehydrated.
0: <laughs> um, and that actually, um, so that made me think about gym cultures because Christmas is kind of the year that you know, jiu-jitsu clubs are going to get together and they're going to do stuff together, like go have Christmas parties. And, and it's it's got very – it's a it's a very happy and friendly environment. Um, and then you have, like, you know, the Christmas get-togethers for a lot of gyms, like the big grading ceremonies. So I think it's quite an important year for that as well. Like, you know, even stepping aside from the, the regular kind of Christmas part, it's a big thing for, like, I think cementing a lot of gym cultures yeah. of – this is the time we get together. We're super social, super super social with each other. Leave me alone, Nack. I said nothing. I went on mute. <laughs> I know you did. I saw you laughing on mute. Stop that! For anyone listening to this on podcast, he's currently on video, just laughing at me. Come back, you bastard. <laughs> don't hide I'm here <laughs> dude we're in this together sorry it's okay I'm here it's, at least your part gets recorded my part what I might do I was even pondering this just is because it's taken us about eight attempts to get this podcast started and it always failed in the first six seconds Uh as I might clip these together <laughs> <laughs> and upload and upload it as its Clippers. own video of just just Christmas special, trying to get the podcast going. <laughs> gonna... Christmas, bloopers. I'll release that. I'll release that <laughs> probably before this. <laughs> I'm going to sit here after a finish. That's the advertisement get... for this podcast. Get people just interested. Me, just me and you, just failing. No, just Oof. not even you. But I think you betrayed me. <laughs> I, I did. not <laughs> Just how you sat there, just like. At one point you looked at me and I was like, nope, can't start. And then you, you breathe. And I was like, bollocks, I'm fucked. Um, but I had to go off screen and go on mute. <laughs> <laughs> you did. And even then, when I asked if you were on mute, you went, no, uh, yes. I was like, no, not? I can hear you. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so I ended up uh, on my European tour in Florence. And this is a and Shout out to Centurion Jiu-Jitsu. They have surgical gym culture um so i ended up on their christmas party and i think just because it's italy the wine didn't stop and and this is like in between of me like seminar in there it was like over two day and dude i was did he get drunk after one wine glass chris not one but maybe i had a bottle's worth and I ended up face down fully clothed mm-hmm. <laughs> unconscious afterwards <laughs> asleep i was like and then hung over his shit the following day like how am I supposed to do a four-hour seminar today <laughs> when i've, when I've had guy. This, this level of a night um well one thing i would say about that gym's culture is like so jokingly mario said that you know their fridge isn't a healthy fridge and when they, when they, anything, there's like any reasons this it's a birthday or something like that, they crack open Prosecco and champagne. They all, they all drink after class. And I'm like, that right there, it's how you keep a gym together. <laughs> I've never seen anyone leave that gym. Like they're all still there. <laughs> Pop the bottles. Free alcohol. Yeah. yeah. See, if we all lived closer to the gym and didn't have to drive, because that would be unsafe. I'd I'd almost keep beers in the fridge as well, or something, just <laughs> so people can have a a quick one after training. Although we are having pizza, mm. and we have had barbecues and. I Let's think hope nobody's um, sick. Pardon. Let's hope nobody's sick tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> eating pizza and rolling yeah. pizza rolls. Um, I had the hardest time not writing that earlier on the group chat. Like tomorrow, pizza rolls. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's a thing. I was very confused with myself, just staring at my phone like, pizza rolls. No, they're going to think I'm on about food. Just randomly saying, hey, guys, pizza rolls. you, there'd be someone confused in there. I'd be like, nah, bro. <laughs> Why is he talking about pizza rolls? Um chris chris has had his third concussion in as many days as well he's writing this way now
1: i got kneed in the head first thing today first thing rolling first roll literally slapped on and just came white ball, just kneed me in the head i'm like oh
0: flip me there here we go that was karma you you, yeah yeah you your head slipped out of that arm triangle from standing your head uppercutted me under the jaw i know it was bad the top of my head hurt <laughs> that's that's what the pain was. You accelerated my brain into the top of my skull so fast. I had a headache <laughs> on top of my head. Like, my that's impressive uh, to get that. Posture is that. Like... Yeah, but accelerate brain into my skull. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I
1: didn't realize your chin would be
0: there. I didn't realize my chin was there. Um, I was, like, my face was fine. It's just. My, mm. <laughs> It's just on my top of my head. It's really hurt. Um, you ever seen the? Oh, what's, um, it's like Kung Fu Fury or something like that. Kung Fu Panda. No, no. Um, it's a, <laughs> a, a really good uh, Eastern film. Um, so it's dubbed and. Yeah, there's a part where a guy gets punched so hard, his shirt flies off his back. And that's what my <laughs> brain felt like. You hit me so hard in the chin, my hair came out. Uh... So the top just... <laughs> I was like, yeah, like a really hard Lego head <laughs> thing. And the hair just came out really fast. How it's Dude, this feels, like forever... this feels like a forever podcast. Yeah. I looked at the time, it's 24 minutes. I just minutes looked at
1: the in. time, same. I just looked at it, it was 20... it's only 24 minutes. I thought we were really longer than that. No, I thought
0: we've covered a lot already. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we haven't. We talked about Christmas. <laughs> and Ramadan. And um, Matrix. <laughs> and Matrix. And Ghostbusters. See, it yeah. feels like we've done a lot, but it's only been 25 minutes. Maybe we were talking really fast. Mm, maybe. Like, I was thinking then, like, my next talking point was Ghostbusters again. No, it's not. <laughs> I want sure. to talk about Christmas again. Um, and gym cultures. And I think, actually, this is one thing. I think it's really critical. is like, you can try, I, I think, you know, when you look at elite level athletes in there, they move gyms on purpose because they want to be under a different team and represent a different team. So it's like trading uh, athletes now, like in football. But when I look at everyone else, you stay at your own gym, not because of the training, it's because of the social aspect. It's because of where your friends are. I think that's what makes it hurt more when people leave. Like you lose your friend. Yeah. True. Um, and yeah, I think Johnny Buckham one of the first episodes we said was you don't stay at your gym for the gym. You stay at the gym for the people. And you can feel that definitely in gyms that really push that social culture of, uh, you know, everyone being part of the group and group chats and being welcomed and rem- have, remembering their name. Pretty important. Um And then when you do a lot of social events together, you feel like, yeah, it's that's, it's... Most non-elite jiu-jitsu gyms even some elite gyms i guess we're just social clubs with a jiu-jitsu problem violence problem yeah no, but we're a social club first and foremost and yeah you can want to get better jiu-jitsu you want to be able to roll better your gym and you know against your friends and your gym family for the most part it doesn't matter it's just a social club I think yeah, Christmas is friends. important important part of for I think it's an important part of the year for that to happen. Um, but how annoying must it be then if that's the only time you get promoted in a year? Like it's always the Christmas gathering that promotions happen.
1: Yeah, I don't get that about some clubs when the Christmas time they're just doing these big ceremonies and they're like just promoting people. I mean, I don't know they might might have some something behind it, but I don't get it. I, I don't see the big... Maybe like I know it's a get together, but I, I don't know. Does it work? Like, do they have to pay on, for their gradings or something or it's, not? Or?
0: I think again, it's not all gyms. It's some gyms, but I think it's a case of you have like your winter get together, and you pay like it's a seminar. But then you're pretty much always going to get like a promotion at the seminar. Mm. Does that make sense? Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never subscribed to any of that. I I don't know anybody
1: who's been part of that.
0: So uh, I think it's a bit of a baja thing, maybe. Some of the bigger teams. <laughs> they do like that well, kind of stuff. They're in a gathering. Even my phone felt bad. Um, <laughs> but I don't think it's a case of it being a big thing. Mm. Um, just maybe it's just a Baja thing. Uh, but again, I, I don't like those like people getting promoted at seminars. I like the idea of, well, then oh, that's an argument. Should you make it a special day? like a grand day when you get promoted or just a regular kind of day like oh you deserve this today what do you prefer i don't know man
1: like i think my promotions were normal other than the last one which was a seminar wasn't it
0: yeah which one did you prefer then you've had both
1: <laughs> oh I, I i like my blue belt one because there was a few of us together would not it i like the ones where it's a few of us mm. like well, oh okay. obviously so I, a gathering would be nicer then yeah, like when there's a few of you, because then Ooh. it's you, it's a shared kind of celebration, like. That's
0: fair.
1: Um, And we would, like when I got my black, and me and Abbas got it together. It was a shared thing. Like it was, it wasn't just me. You know what I mean? I thought that was quite Aww. cool.
0: That's like celebrating your Christmas over your birthday. Like I don't like it to speak about me, but if we can celebrate together. It's really
1: nice. <laughs> I um, don't want
0: to celebrate my birthday anyway. So yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I think I've ever been out and done anything like drinking or. I think this birthday. was the
1: first year in a long, long time where I wasn't waking on my BFD.
0: It was a Sunday. No. <laughs> good night for me, Jiu-Jitsu, and if it's my birthday, I just want to go jujitsu again, really. Yeah. So, but, but I like that. It's like, kind of like, a, like a Christmas vibe to it again, uh, where you're just like, no, we want to share the happiness together. So maybe a Christmas yeah. gathering for promotions is a good idea because you're like, Probably. yeah, I got it. Yeah. got it for Christmas this year. and Maybe that's how we should do it. Maybe, yeah. Trial it because I again, like I think it's hard because I didn't, I never got promoted in a normal way either. Mine was always at the camps, so mm. I guess it's like a giant seminars, so I can't really say <laughs> anything. But I wasn't going there for that reason. It was, yeah. they're not there for it's the council of traveling black belts, and like, oh, this person hasn't got a new promote But then, do them, you think and, the flip side is that like
1: everybody, you know, they have a kind of Somebody will expect a black belt. I'm mean, sorry, not black belt, sorry. Somebody will expect a promotion every, at the end of every year, and when they don't, they'll probably get disappointed. And then you'll have some who will push harder, and then you'll have some who will probably leave, like, d- depending on the person. Like. I don't know. That's, like,
0: in- that's an interesting point because it's like. Um, that's a debate, ain't it? Like, what if, if, if somebody's lose- really good and like.
1: This, you know they're wiping the floor by February, March time and you think you know it's, it's going to be
0: sandbagging or something you need to promote them you're going to wait till the end of the year you know what I mean Or well, just so if you don't get promoted yeah oh did I not get better this year yeah oh or well, like not even a stripe or something like I didn't even get a stripe like maybe I didn't improve in the past 12 months I think that dishearten you way way quicker yeah I, I reckon as so well I've got to wait another year before they even recognise me yeah that's kind of sad. That would ruin my Christmas. I need to specify this as well for anyone who listens to that thing about my promotions. So I got... I'm normally seen as pre student. I'm not his student. Uh, we are friends, and we share ideas, and he was a higher person who gave me my freedom. But when it comes to my where I got my actual other belts, so the Globetrotters camps, so I know that's had some confusion and controversy before. Is that because... The way it works is so you don't, you, you know, you let the camp know before you go that you haven't got a coach and you're you're freewheeling it uh, and you need some help, you know, going up the ladder and getting some advice. Uh, they then check to make sure that you're not just going there, you've split from your coach and you're just trying to game the system and get a belt fast. And then you've got to roll with every, train with every black belt for the whole week. And if en- and every black belt then has to vote on what level you're at, and if you're not, if if one even one black belt says no, you don't get your belt.
1: Mm.
0: So it's, it's nineteen, you know, sometimes up to twenty odd black belts. If nineteen say yes and one says no, this person isn't really there. Don't get it. So it's quite nice. a, it's quite a difficult way of getting through the belts because you're not just like up to one person's perspective of what that yeah. belt is. You have got to approve of. 20-odd. That's good. You know, you, you have to be quite a camp regular to even get them. So uh, to think that my belts was like, kind of given to me, I kind of paid for them by going to a camp. No, nope. some camps I didn't get promoted at all. It was, you know, sometimes i go for years without getting a promotion. And then, yeah, I had to impress. I mean, I remember I think it was my black belt, actually. Um, or brown belt or something. I think I was supposed to get it. And one black belt did say no. And I was like, nope, you're not getting it this year, Chris. And I'm like, mm. Okay, um, that's fine. I understand because I didn't really do stripes. Uh, but I guess so I guess doing it that way made me unsure of how to do it in our gym. then mm. that make sense or was I just rambling? No, no, it made sense, it made sense. Cool, thank God. Um, yes, yeah, so that's why I have I have many coaches who all uh, had to agree.
1: mm I think that's good because it gives you a broader perspective. It gives you proper honest uh, feedback of your actual skills. And then, you know, uh, they can give you f- good feedback of whatever you need to work on. If
0: you do need to work on stuff, rather than
1: one person, it's like 20, you know what I
0: mean? I mean I've, I've actually, you know, at previous camps, now I'm on this side of the wall being a black belt. You know, I do get put into those conversations of instructors and like, oh, this person's come forward. They're a white belt. They train out of somewhere like Eastern Europe or whatever, like Romania, they haven't got anyone around them. Um, can you all roll with that person, please? And just you know, is that white belt worthy of a blue belt? And before I've said no, like sorry, I actually don't think they're that. They're, they're quite weak in these areas, and that person didn't get their belt. And I mm. might have been one of the only voices to actually go. No, actually, I don't think they can do this. So, I wouldn't. And I was mm. like, all right, cool. Well, this person's not getting it then. that think been the one voice to crush another person's dreams.
1: Mm-hmm. It depends, though, innit? Like if it's someone. Who, who you know is going to push themselves with that? Then sometimes it's a good thing. Hmm.
0: No, no, I get that. Uh, but it's you know it, the thing of it, like a belt mill, and people just go and you just get a belt without a coach. Like no, you've got to, you got in it, man, in it. You got you got to impress twenty odd black belts and tough weeks as well. Rolling with twenty odd black belts to so try and test if you're worthy of something. Yeah, <laughs> that is short in your lifespan. Where's my hell? My coffee gone. Dude, when did that get there? Oh, plans for the new year, NAC? Uh,
1: well, I want to compete a lot next year, so I'm going, to, just going straight back into training. I had a couple of weeks, well, week and a half, just this Christmas period where, again, just taking it a bit easy, just rolling a bit, no real strategy, just playing, having fun, leg locking again, and then go back to discipline <laughs> January time, and then, yeah, hit it, man. Hit the competitions February, March time and see where it takes us. So got that camp as well, hopefully in March in Amsterdam and the competition there. And then we'll see.
0: No, I, I, Raul told me about that, and it was like you, you, Naki said you're gonna to come to this. So I was like, what date? And I was like, I'm in America, so I can't make it to your ADCC prep camp. Okay, what? I'll be in the states, getting my legs rinsed by American wrestlers. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but we'll pass. I think it's coming back in May. Yeah, probably be on that as well. He has got the craziest connections. Uh, You know when we got Iminari? Yeah. There was a chance we were going to get Aoki as well. Wow. Wouldn't that have been crazy? That would have been sick. Like he said, it's not impossible to get that to happen. I'm like, you get Aoki. Holy hell. Yeah, that's big. I'd I'd wear rainbow spats. (laughs) And just that for him. Yeah, he's got the like his old his old camps, like his old 10th Planet camps. He used to have like Eddie come over, Nathan Orchard, yeah. Jean Jacques, uh Martinez brothers, and you think, Holy hell, you were really good at booking these things. Yeah. It always impresses me. So that you know, definitely check out the last week's podcast of Raul Howdo. Uh if it's not on Spotify yet, but it's on YouTube, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh go check that one out. It's a really Really good episode, like I say, here and now. Do you know he had a... you know how he started in all this nonsense? Uh, Jiu-jitsu. Yeah. No. He started in Kung Fu, in Wing Chun Kung Fu. Okay. I think he had a few months of Wing Chun Kung Fu, and then he entered into a MMA fight. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There he goes, ass kicked. (laughs) Dude. He's, he's in the Netherlands. His first fight was against a Dutch kickboxer. Yeah. <laughs> and, he's, and he walk, walks in doing chain punches. And I want you back, <laughs> back when he was telling me this, I was sitting there in disbelief, like, this is the best thing in the world. I even <laughs> asked him, did he come down in, like, a kung fu outfit looking like <laughs> a <sermon that> he's <laughs> Bruce Lee? Just like, in, like, kung fu flippers. If I was in the cage, and, like, I even said to him, if I was, like, kickboxer, I would have taken my mouth shield out and thrown <laughs> it away. go, wait, obviously gonna hit me, is he? And <laughs> just saying,
1: nice. when he,
0: like, yeah, he Apparently, there's a video somewhere, and he's like getting in the cage and trying to chain punch this guy, and he just <laughs> one two. He's like, three. he's like sixteen, seventeen years old, no- nothing to it before he like super lightweight. He just... Poor lad, you're a, you're a six foot Dutch kickboxer, and you see some some small kid coming into <laughs> a chain punches. Like, I'm gonna kill him. Oh my god! Apparently, that was his start into MMA. And then he literally got taken down, being the off, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so he entered. In, he, he joined an actual MMA gym after that and uh, learned grappling through it, and then went through Tenth Planet, and that's where he got into this. But it it kills me. Mm. Um. Like it, so my first competition. That that's I was going to so, say.
1: Similar to yours, isn't it? Similar to yours, doing Japanese. I love,
0: <laughs> I love people who like. I've had similar stories, especially in the early days, the Wild West days of MMA and jiu-jitsu. But, you know, early, late 2010s or whatever, like before then. My time. And you hear these stories of people who came from traditional arts. Like, I entered into my f- first ground fighting competition. There's no videos of it, thank God. All I've done is... The only ground fighting i had done was in traditional jiu-jitsu. Well, I was a black belt and we'd literally start back to back and then we would turn around and just try and like wrestle the other person into a uh, kesagatam that was it that's all you did is the only technique and i then joined fighting fit and then had like three lessons and went to a competition so i went to this competition fighting fit wasn't even a gi club no one wore gi so i went to this competition with a karate gi on <laughs> i'm a black belt i'm in a division well cuz i thought i was a black belt i was going to enter like more advanced and so my first fight was against a BJJ blue belt, then a judo black belt, and then a BJJ purple belt. I had had about three lessons, and I'm wearing a karate yeah. gi. Like when, yeah. when the judo black belt choked me, I was just going to cut my head clean off. Wow. That's mad. Yeah. Dude. Um and I imagine I used to like warm up, you know. Oh, I think there is a fight out there. And it's one of my first ones in two thousand and nine. And it was a back-to-back one. As I turned around, I put up my hands like we're boxing.
1: <laughs>
0: you thought you're in a boxing match? On my knees. I don't know. I don't make <laughs> any sense? I literally we started. We started back-to-back. We turned around, and we were like going at each other on our knees. And, and I had my hands up like I was going to like MMA fighting. <laughs> on your knees. <laughs> He, I can't even remember what he beat me with, but he beat me pretty hard. Mm. And that's me, my juke's up. <laughs> oh no! Um, yeah, if anyone's listening to this, I'd like to hear your weird introductions to grappling and anything that hurts even more than hearing about Raul going to an MMA fight <laughs> with Wing Chun.
1: Ah. He learned, but he learned the hard way, which is
0: okay. Still learned. Yeah, I think I think those are the moments that you know let you know if you're going to be in this sport for life, where you can be humiliated that badly. <laughs> you just think, "Oops." Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you've, you've had your entire world shatter, <laughs> and then go, "No, I like that. I like mm-hmm. being hum- <laughs> humiliated. Let's do it more." And you <laughs> carry on in jiu-jitsu. Those, but then those you, are the kids that are going to get black belts. Yeah, you get skillful enough that you
1: can do to other people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: this it's is cycle. a weird it's cycle Yeah. Pardon? I said it's a cycle, ain't it? Yeah. So 2024 then is going to be a big year. It's pretty much. I remember saying this to you before when you got your brown belt. It's like now is the point where you start making your legacy of what you want to be known for. Uh, yeah. As, you know, being a coach, being an athlete. And like you know, because no black belt comes out of nowhere, and I feel like you know, because that was the kind of pass we went on, like you know, giving you some competition, like big competition, smells like you know, grapple fest, and then, um, if, you know, getting talking to Raul and getting you out and, and coaching in Amsterdam, doing some you know international seminars. It's now that you know you can actually go off and do those things. Yeah, is that legacy? Is that legacy? That's that's what I should be doing before. Yeah, that brown belt just prepping you for that what do you need it's worked and you're going in that direction yeah
1: head down grind boo smash
0: are we talking in fact, about it... teaching or, 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 <laughs> or competing take down, both. smash <laughs> both man we'll see but uh, yeah I want
1: to compete more this year that's definitely one big goal that I've got because I've like cleared up my personal life a bit so I want to concentrate on competing this year man been a while that i am not nice.
0: regularly nice and getting you back out into the seminar scene and yeah traveling around that'd be uh like it is it is definitely one of those skills like you know teaching class is one thing but teaching a seminar and weaving a story for like three or four hours at times yeah that's that's hard um i can see why people are like really tired after seminars like you know if if you go to a seminar and a black belt doesn't want to roll afterwards if they've just been teaching like consistently for about three hours and weaving that story and teaching those techniques they are fried they don't want to roll um that's one thing about traveling as well if i go out and i do a few you know uh seminars on a trip is I won't have trained all week. I've I've taught, but by by the end of it, I'm blown, and like you know, there's no chance to get into a gym or anything. And it's just I barely train, Mm. especially you're traveling a lot as well. It's weird. Yeah, I come back sluggish. What was I saying?
1: You come back sluggish after travelling. It's because I guess you're walking around. Travelling, you're walking a lot, aren't you? So you have a toll on your body, you're carrying stuff as well, and then you're training, coaching. Tra- travelling or doing seminars on the go is not easy, man. It is uh, quite quite taxing on the body. I can agree yeah. with that.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, if you ever go into a seminar and you know, getting offended that a black belt, you know doesn't want to roll afterwards, they're humans still. And they're probably tired. <laughs> Yep. Teaching for three hours, I remember listening to a podcast with a couple of comedians, and they were saying how they've got the ideas in the head of like the jokes they want to say, but it's like weaving the story between it. It's always quite freestyle, and like remembering that how that story pieces together, like what's the next beat in the story um that's essentially how it feels like teaching a seminar sometimes. you're literally just freestyling for three hours just various ideas like these, mm. these concepts you have in your head you like join them together. And you're telling the story. Try keeping engaged and and getting the right details out there. Remember recalling all those details. Like, by the end of it, like, yeah, like, dude, like, I just want a burger. Show me this town's best burger, please. You should so, me there. I, no, yeah, I thought your camera froze. I thought, is he gone? No, 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 no really he's still. <laughs> um, you about burgers. So yeah, that was it. So I want you back out on the seminar soon. I want I to get more yeah. on the seminar. Uh, get out there and teach teach what we've been doing really, and if anyone's really interested. But I think if we if we carry on talking like this, Nak, we're, we're not going to stop until no, the new year, until twenty twenty four. So yeah. I think this should uh, this is it. This has just been the, the special edition of Villain Cast. <laughs> uh, just keeping us tied over twenty twenty four, where where it all gets better, and and in theory's getting huge or bigger. Now it's quite impressively big. I'm like, <gasps> I need to work harder. It's going to be a big a big year, but I think uh, yeah, this has been the the Christmas podcast. I was actually looking for a Christmas hat before we started, but then I realised it's an audio program. How would you know? <laughs> but YouTube didn't. Right. The images come up on YouTube our video. Yeah, the video comes up on YouTube, but that's like only a small, small fraction of people who actually watch this watch our faces. The rest yeah. is like mostly audio. And, I, realized, <laughs> and then, while I was looking for this this Christmas hat. Like I'm doing a radio show. Like how do they know I feel Christmasy. <laughs> <laughs> come on literally just like a tree <laughs> like <laughs> painted onto my face and baubles hanging off my ears it wouldn't have mattered it'd still be an audio show <laughs> like a jingle every now
1: and then. you could have described yourself i am today dressed as a tree
0: <laughs> to be fair anyone listening to this they might even believe that i am right now <laughs> <laughs> like maybe maybe this is a double bluff maybe this is actually dressed as a tree I might come onto youtube um <laughs> but it wasn't that episode. I think next year's Christmas we can really step it up. Prepare, know when it's coming. It's the yep. same every year. I need to check. <laughs> right and knack. This has been a Reap the Week. Christmas special. Christmas chat and uh next one's twenty twenty four, dude. Yeah man. Let's do it.